story starts the same way I'll just do a little bit till Sunday And now I don't even know who I am Not that I ever really did Happy Tuesday! January the 14th, 2020, I'm Eric talking at you from a ridiculously, stupidly cold Kelowna, British Columbia, where Joe Rogan, really, just really, that's it, that's really, I've been saying that all fucking day. That's it. That's it for now. (laughs) Joe Rogan, no. (laughs) I could have went with Joe Rogan, no, but I went, Joe Rogan, really? How's everybody doing in the world? Um, very happy with you people today. Just to uh, let you know, our numbers look spectacular. We got some really cool numbers on Spotify. We got like 1,250 starts on Spotify. We got 1,400 things on Facebook going on. Where You guys are great. Thank you. Um, get all the business out of the way while we're just sitting here. Mike at Podcast Parlay. Or sorry, Pit Lane Parlay. Uh, that's on Apple Podcasts. Uh, take a pit stop at Apple Podcasts and give him a five-star rating. He'd really appreciate it. Uh, I thought I'd say hi to Alex and everybody at Thor's Kin, where uh, if you go over to Podbean, you can hear Gord's episode where he rocked that show a couple days ago. Uh, that's Thor's Kin on Podbean. Uh, that's fun. <laughs> I like I like I'm promoting the crap out of that because those guys are promoting the crap out of us. I don't know if you've seen on Facebook. There have been two or three different posts where they're like, here's our new episode. We just want to thank Eric and Gord for setting it up. <laughs> that was the one last night. I want to thank Eric Hunt and Gord Stream for setting up this episode. I'm like, really? Like, that's cool. That's that is pretty awesome. Very, very cool of them to lie like that. <laughs> I shared uh, I shared the episode and uh, said, "Hey guys, I guess appeared on this podcast. Check it out." They both like liked it and loved it. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Um, cool guys, I like those guys. They're very nice. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. And we've been chatting a bit. How you doing, Gordon? What's happening in uh, your life? Uh, not much. Uh, uh, I, I'm working. Yay! Um, officially start tomorrow, so that's kind of nice. That's um, very very cool. Yeah. Um, and you, so, you've been out of work for like 12 hours. I know it must have been hard on you. <laughs> I've been out of work for um, almost a month and a half, actually. A month and a half today. Has it been that long? Yep. December 1st. Oh, well done. That must have gotten exactly. uncomfortable. I, I, I'm good for like three weeks. And then I get real antsy. Um, and then the hard I, part is just The hard part is now is like, Going from like the extreme of now, I got to start at six o'clock in the morning, which is I'm not a morning person. So, just I, to give an idea, it's like twenty to eleven now. So that's oh yeah, oh you start at six thirty tomorrow morning. I start at six o'clock in the morning, which well, means I'm up at five. Um, I was planning on taking tomorrow off anyway. Yeah, okay. Because we got we got our big interview on Thursday. That's right. Yes, we do. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special, probably the most special guest of the year. Uh, Thursday, January 16th, it is Miss Candace Smith, sexual empowerment and intimacy coach, um, going to coach us 
on fucking, and that's awesome. She's got a PhD in fucking. She went to fuck school. She got a thesis in fuck. (laughs) And I want to grill her brain. (laughs) Fuck school. I that's commitment. Like we said the other night, this isn't she didn't have a bachelor's degree in fucking anybody can get that. She got the PhD. She went to med school for fucking. What do you specialize in? Falling. Deep taking the dick. (laughs) Taking the dick. Chugging the cock. Um it's gonna be a good interview. And that is actually gonna be at six thirty. That doesn't matter to you people, but it's good for Gordon because it's almost past his bedtime. Yes. God, I'm actually going to start to have one now. It's going to be stupid. That's going to be an hour <laughs> early. And we're kicking around an idea. I'm not going to really entertain it much until the end of next week. But we could be, I think, moving into a situation where we can do live podcast again. I'm just putting out. I'm not 100%, but I think we could. I think we could scrape together the money. I think. I, I think it's worth it. I just, I, I'm not sure yet. But we can do a month on the cheaper plan, and then if we like it, go to the better plan. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's in my yeah. head what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, uh, so I mean, before I'm, I'm sorry, the one. Uh, before I, I gotta explain my intro this evening because it's kind of weak, and I know that's fine, but. <laughs> Let me tell you about a podcast I listened to this morning. This podcast is called The Joe Rogan Experience. Experience. This is a podcast with two guys who sit around and talk about Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> That's a thing that exists. <laughs> on uh, on Spotify, the Joe Rogan Experience experience. <laughs> I wish I was kidding. Well, why not? Howard Stern has his. He's got the wrap up show, which is a podcast about literally what happened on the episode you just listened to. Yeah, Corolla's got one too. It just bugs the shit out of me. <laughs> Corolla's got like six podcasts. And then <laughs> there's this guy once a week that does like the best of the six. Po- he puts a clip show together of everything that you just heard on. Joe Rogan's got 14 million listeners. Do we need a show about his show? I think everyone who wants to is listening to his show. There's, there's no one who likes Joe Rogan. 14 million. No one who likes him isn't listening. So they, we, we don't need a show about his show. The ones who care are already listening. Everybody else doesn't give a fuck about Joe Rogan. No who, who are the people like? I mean, like, is there anybody that doesn't listen to his podcast that listens to that podcast? That would I be think, hilarious. I think it probably not. Like, I I hate Joe. Ro- I hate listening to Joe Rogan live, but I love hearing people talk about him. I wish it was a joke. I wish, like, like if the show, if they were just trying to capitalize, like they got a bunch of accidental listens because people thought it was Joe Rogan's show, then it would be brilliant. <laughs> oh, we got 10 million listeners. We don't even have a podcast. We just did that. <laughs> that would be and good. How, stuff. And how many listeners does it actually have? His. Oh, I don't. I didn't look at their numbers. That'd I be could, interesting. It, 
if there were one listener more than us, I would have to kill myself. So, oh, don't base it off of that because chances are you you'll be killing yourself then. So, I don't know, man. We are climbing up huge. This has been a giant week for us. So. We're right back where we belong. Oh, we belong uh, ten times higher, but we're right back to where we. Yeah. Well, there's been some speed bumps in our road. Oh, that's very true. Uh, I have been all over the Twitter today. That's pretty much where I've been. Um, JT doing... I swear he listens to me and just does what I say sometimes. Um, Because he's been acting tough all day. Saying this Iran plane from... uh, this, This Ukrainian plane from Iran was Trump's fault. Trump caused it by... By creating tension in the region, uh, it's all Trump's fault. Even though Trump had nothing to do with it, but it's Trump's fault. And the the beard is just talking out of both sides of JT's face, <laughs> being all tough on Trump. And and uh, the American Congress is having none of it. They are all over JT. I told you the other night, uh, JT's either got to piss off China or the U.S. One of them's pissed at him. And it looks like he's made his choice. Because he is going all after Trump. Yeah. I, I think he's going the wrong way. I really do. It, just in the political climate today, I don't think you want to get on Trump's bad side right now. But uh, it's good. I just like to see him showing some balls for a change. <laughs> it's. I mean, they're the beard's balls, but you know, whatever, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, the, the beard. It's the beard's bald. I can't disagree with that. But it's just funny. Like I'm like, oh, he's got the beard. He's gonna start acting tough. And two days later, he's uh, trying to fight Trump in the streets, <laughs> having a knife fight. <laughs> I bet you he's got. I bet you he's got like a switchblade under the beard. <laughs> you think the beard is that badass? But it's the comb. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a- Special, it's a special custom-made beard comb. <laughs> but he's gonna pull it out with his with his hand shaking, and then flick it and comb the beard, walk away. <laughs> I'm I'm happy. I'm 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 giving him a little bit of a break today because I like to see him getting tough on Trump. I I just like that. It's gonna be very short-lived. This this compliment will not go beyond this episode. I'm sure, but. See, I'm the thing that I've been reading about is that he has been in talks with Ukraine's president, uh, Mr. Zelensky, uh, and Zelensky uh, posted this on Twitter because that's what they all do now. He said that him and Prime Minister Jessica have discussed the need to punish the Iranians responsible for the downing of the Ukrainian airliner uh, that killed 176 people, who the bulk of them were all coming into Toronto or coming to Canada. Um, they actually want, uh, they want, they're according to this one, Canada wants blood. Canada wants a body. They want somebody that they can point the finger at and say, you're the reason this is, this happened. And Iran apparently is going to hand somebody over. Well, good. (laughs) Whatever. It's all crap anyway. 
Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, like, you know, whoever they're handing over is literally just probably some fucking peasants in some village they fucking yanked out the uh, streets right here. Some Iraqi guy who took a wrong turn. Yeah. They'll the probably the, the, the use one of the two white guys that China fucking kidnapped. Yeah, right? <laughs> They'll hand one of those over. The guy's just like, I forget it. Shut up. You're going down for this. They are. We're, they were just in the news today because there's still nobody's helping them. No. And and while Ping Junying Ping's trial starts this week, but they're saying it that those two never had anything to do with her. China's saying that. That they're, they're those two guys being detained wasn't because she was detained five minutes earlier. But uh, I just don't like uh, but I just like how those two guys, everybody except Eric and Gordon forgot about those two guys, and they better fucking get out and thank us. Nobody's talking about them. Nobody no, cares. No, it's true. We're the only ones that bring up his name. They're, well, their situation. We don't talk about their names. So neither of us know their names. But <laughs> We are in a... The thing that's happening right now, I, I, I alluded to the war between Walmart and Amazon that I think is going to be within the next five years. Yeah. This is going to be a very bad, very bad war. This is going to be worse than the Iranian wars, the Walmart-Amazon war. And my mom said Walmart will win because they, the people that work there. And I said, and this all comes to my point, I, people don't care about people anymore. Amazon no. doesn't care about people. Amazon is actively trying to get rid of people. Most companies now are trying to work on how do we replace people. And I think society, I think all this, the disparity between the two classes, there is no middle class, but the lower class is getting lower and lower. I think we're being systematically eliminated. Yeah, absolutely we are. People are getting rid of people and nobody cares. Those two guys in China, people aren't talking about them because nobody cares about people. The meltdown that I had a meltdown over last night, nobody did anything for an hour. Because nobody cares about people. People don't matter anymore. We're we're obsolete. That's right. It's I was kidding five years ago when I started bitching about this shit happening. And that I was and I was blaming the Roomba. Um <laughs> I didn't think I was right then. I didn't have this show then, so I wasn't all about being right. But I saw those rumors looking at me weird. <laughs> and now here we are. <laughs> Facing it directly. Yeah, no, fuck now. People just don't care. Like, 10 years ago, Harry and Meghan Merkel moving to Canada would have been a big fucking deal. Now everyone's like, there's a war going on. No one gives a fuck. Get out of the way. <laughs> People don't care about people. It's true. And, well, yeah. As long, I mean, people don't care about people. People only care about people as long as they agree with other people. And yeah, but those are, on the side of the They have to be rich. Nobody gives a fuck if a poor guy agrees with them. You have to have money and then agree. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Does no yeah, one get the fact that money has no value if there's no fucking people? Can't be the richest guy and live alone in the world. Then it doesn't matter that you're rich, you idiots. Yep. Nah, I hate people who hate people. 
when everything falls apart, the first thing that will go will be money. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The first thing used is fucking kindling for firewood. Yep. 100%. (laughs) And, of course, there'll be some sort of a fucking leftist somewhere that's going to be like, don't burn the money, it's toxic. (laughs) I like people. I'm a people guy. My show depends. And, and like this show having any sort of a future depends on people. Uh, robots aren't going to find me funny. Mostly because I insult the fuck out of them. And also because <laughs> they don't get our jokes. <laughs> Stupid robots. They're just different. <laughs> they're, like, they're like Australians. They're just like... They can have an That's island somewhere and they won't bug me, but... <laughs> uh, running all wild over Whistler is completely unnecessary. <laughs> they're they're good for uh, um, dismantling bombs. I like that's why I like robots. I would rather use Australians for that. But. Uh, you lose a robot. That's uh, that's a big loss. They're not easy to make. No, they're not cheap to make. That's for sure. At least not a good one. Yeah, they're not cheap. They cost a, they cost a lot. They're hard to make. I would send Australians before robots if I could. Yeah. But. <laughs> Uh, great podcasting academies down there in Australia and networks and stuff, and they buy a lot of music from me. You guys aren't that bad. I just uh, if you stay there, you're good. Just yeah, so. I'm not. I'm not visiting you guys. Just let you know. I'm not coming. Your country burned down. All the good parts are burned now. Like you had, you had the <laughs> shit in the middle, and then you had the good part on the outside, and then now the good part burned down. So I'm not coming there anymore. I never would have. Just saying. I'll go to New Zealand. Uh, I'll do that for sure. Yeah, I could probably go to New Zealand. I could probably handle that. But no, it's not. No, no, no. <laughs> not to Australia. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe a little bit now that like so many of the uh, deadly things have died. Maybe now. Sure. I might be a little more willing. Yeah, five five hundred million animals died, and they all were trying to kill you at the time. <laughs> they're not good animal. Now, now they're good. Now it's sad. Yeah, oh, now wow. it's sad. A week ago, you had to shoot these fuckers in the head, or they would kill you. <laughs> but they died in a fire, and it's tragic. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, it's so good. It's true. It's and it's dumb. What are we sad for? Not, not number one. I don't mean to be insensitive, but I'm going to be, so fucking deal with it. Uh, kangaroos are not a rare thing. Like, they cull 20,000 every summer. They have to. Yeah. Kangaroos are assholes, for one thing. They're not, they don't like you back. No. Uh, and they eat everything. They will put a farmer out of business overnight. <laughs> and and they're they, and they're everywhere. They will just come in and eat your whole fucking field. And there's thousands. They're like, if you ever seen a big giant herd of deer, imagine that, but everywhere all the time. They're, they're so you know, a hundred thousand dead kangaroos. They'll be back in a week. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. They fuck. <laughs> all, all they do is fuck and destroy farms. <laughs> I always love that video. The guy who the kangaroo got hold of his dog. So he runs up, 
kangaroo starts to let go of the dog, the guy stands up to box the kangaroo and he punches the kangaroo right in the head. Oh, the I don't think I've seen that. You ever seen that? The kangaroo just stands there with a stunned look on his face. It's amazing. It's like, motherfucker just hit me. What the fuck was that? <laughs> the guy just grabs his dog and leaves. <laughs> yep. That's pretty awesome. funny. Yeah, I highly recommend. Um, hey, did you hear about the uh, the um, Delta flight that dumped fuel um, mid-flight over L.A. and it landed on a bunch of it landed on school kids near Los Angeles? I did hear about that. Actually. I said just just briefly before the show, I was I was just getting into that story. Yeah, minor skin burns and lugging irritations to fifty six children and adults. Well, if it was somebody that, already posted a video of it too. It, well, they they were just going home to vape anyway, and the same thing would have happened. So is it a story? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't smell like cotton candy, so that's a big deal. It's uh, come on, <laughs> it's L.A. That's, you breathe the air, that shit could show up on your skin. You can't blame the gasoline. You don't know. <laughs> Vapor fell on five elementary schools. Wow. Yeah, that, that's unfortunate. That's that's uh, the last, that's the best one since Dave Matthews. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Matthews was awesome. But that yeah. was fucking epic. But <laughs> that wasn't gasoline on kids. It was way shittier for those guys, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Imagine anybody who was standing out there smoking at a time. So, oh, could you imagine? I, I would still be in the shower today. <laughs> you imagine you're just out there on a nice sunny day on a fucking tourist boat, <laughs> and you're just soaked in human shit. <laughs> oh, I would still be scrubbing. I, I would like I would have rubbed all my skin. I would have I would be going. Please pour gasoline on me. <laughs> right. Where's the fuel dump now? Did someone take me to L.A. <laughs> dump some fuel on me and just light it up. I will burn off the stench. You know what? The plane was going to crash if it didn't dump the fuel. So I've heard. I don't know if that's true. Um, yeah, they had an engine problem. They had to do it. It was just after takeoff. They didn't have a choice. I. It's kind of a non-story in my opinion. It's come on. It, they're fine, really. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit of gas on your kids. That much uh, horrible stuff is in the air. Literally, every time you're at the gas station filling your tank, the vapors are doing that to your kids. Son, don't you're you know you got your Hummer at the gas station at the fucking Whole Foods parking lot. You're blasting gasoline in through the open window. The vapor, but this is bad. No, it's the same fucking thing. Get over it. <laughs> I'm actually surprised anybody even noticed. It's really <laughs> like if uh, one of them blew up, it would have been, it'd be a story. If one little fat kid blew up because of the gasoline on him, now I'd be, I'd, be, I'd, I'd totally flip flop on this and feel bad. <laughs> no, no major injuries, just some minor skin irritation and some coughing. Yeah, I, I get that just from doing this show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 like, well, uh, can we stop can we stop with the non-stories there's been a bunch of them lately these are non and, and we're making the, the thing like there was a big huge story on the news here today about how the people who plow the streets got a bunch of angry phone calls today 
and their feelings got hurt because people were calling and swearing at them. Don't answer the fucking phone. You know who's on the line. It's a pissed off guy because you haven't plowed his street yet. Don't pick up the phone. <laughs> it's a non-fucking story. Why is this 6 o'clock news? No. <laughs> Nothing Where's happened. Oh, shut up. <laughs> so, some shit fell on your kids that smelled like gas and your kids went, ah, that sucked. And then you went home to dinner. This is not front page. There's a war going on. Get the fuck over yourself. Who cares? They didn't get they didn't get drafted today. Be happy about that. <laughs> they got some gasoline on them, but they didn't get drafted. Uh, that's that's coming. Trump will institute the draft, guaranteed. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be able. To, you, you wouldn't be able to introduce the draft. There's no way these millennials will be able to fight in a war. They can't even decide what sex they are, let alone pick up a gun and decide to shoot somebody. He doesn't care if they can fight. He wants them to stop bullets. That's not, They don't <laughs> have to be able to fight back. <laughs> Just create a wall of millennials. That's what he does. He built a wall. <laughs> Maybe this is the wall he's been talking about the whole time. <laughs> the great millennial wall. We'll go down in history. The great millennial wall. He's going to wrap it around Iran, and the the Iranian people are going to be fighting the millennials, and he's just going to come in with a stealth bomber and erase them off the map. He's printing maps. He's printing maps. He'll come in afterwards just when the Iranians run out of bullets from shooting them all. (laughs) He's printing textbooks, atlases that don't have Iran in them. I guarantee you. Yeah, absolutely. And and in two years from now, we're just going to pretend it didn't exist. He's going to call it Tur- I Trumpian or gonna, something like that. He's going <laughs> to put a He's going to put a big casino there and just pretend like that's the way it's always been. <laughs> there was a country there named Iran. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. That casino's been there. It's always years. been there. 500 years, oldest casino in the world. Yeah, it's still there. Do you want to get waterboarded? How long has that <laughs> casino been there? 20 years. <laughs> That's right. Move on. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you heard about... I don't even know. Do we even discuss this? Did we discuss about things engraved? Uh, no, I don't I don't think we did. I saw your post on Facebook that you were sad, and I... I, uh, I didn't care and, and moved on with my life. Well, basically, here's what happens. There's a company called Things Engraved. They have 73 stores... Uh, all the way across Canada and like malls all over the place. Um, what I like the fact is the the main picture that they use for all these articles is the original location it had in Park Royal, which is now the uh, House of Knives store. <laughs> so it's not even like a new picture; it's an old picture. That's pretty um, funny. I thought that was humorous. Um, but the like literally on um, last week. People showed up for work in the morning, and as soon as they showed up for work, they're just told, go home, you're fired. Everybody's out of a job. No notice, no nothing, that's it, you're out of a job. Uh, Very little, no explanation. Um, An email had gone out afterwards to say that they will all get severance pay, but then that was sort of all it. That was was nothing, and the CEO has officially come through and spoke to... Uh, his name is Sean Brock. Uh, he told CTV News uh, that basically the reason they're doing this because they had the company has been unprofitable for several years, and they just 
couldn't compete with uh, retailers such as online retailers like Amazon. Now, am I the only one that can't believe he didn't engrave that on something and hand it to all of them? Right? That's the thing. Like, you missed a great opportunity here. <laughs> like an engraved pink slip. There you go. Just send one out to every, say, hey, every staff, we need everybody to engrave something. And you send an email to each individual person, and then here, just engrave this yourself. And, and what engraving the letter. <laughs> what, what they're engraving is, I'm sorry to tell you, but you're fired. You, you're engraving this right now, you're fired. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> you are officially out of job. What um, I'm... Um, I literally, in my life, I swear to God, this is true. Hand to God, I have w- had one thing engraved in my entire life. Uh, That's it. That's it. What I had a, I had a, uh, my brother sent me a very nice flask. I, yeah. I, I think I was 11. <laughs> um, with, with my initials engraved. Very nice, like calligraphy. It was sharp, good quality work. Like, it, it was very cool. But I'm just, I don't care. Like, things engraved shut down. I, wow. Okay. Um, no, here's what I'm the way they did it. This is what bothers me. It's like saying Eric never shops here. Shut down. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> what what got me about this was, again, oh, it's the, the fact that they didn't allow the customers to know because one of the stores was like, you know, we had a guy that brought in his engagement ring the night before that. And let then me just, go in the next day and the store is closed. Let me just clarify. Things in Great had 72 stores. The entire time they were open, they had 63 customers. So, hey, you can't really... How are you going to warn? You know? <laughs> Some of those stores never saw a customer. Ever. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I fully agree with you. And I'm again, I'm not saying that I'm surprised. I'm just disappointed on how they handled it. They're claiming that the reason why they handled this way is simply because... Um, if they didn't close the doors, they're saying that if they didn't close the doors on that day, then they would not have had the money to pay out everybody. No bull. I don't buy that. That's just sad. This is what I, what I say 10 minutes ago. Nobody gives a fuck about people anymore. They shuttered the doors because it worked for them at that time. That's Um, right. That's just the thing. That's it's the bottom line and that's it now. It's an Excel sheet. With a number on it, and when that number is no longer a number they like, they shut it down. People don't mean anything to anything anymore. And I'm not saying that's good. I hate it. I think that's the the wrong direction, 100%. We were talking the other day about the job interview. Yeah. And the value of the job interview as opposed to the piece of paper. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's there is no value anymore. People have people are worthless. Mm-hmm. We're not oil based. Well, could... Apparently, they they had a, a deal with Sears for years that they they had a little kiosk set up in Sears. Well, that went real well for Sears, didn't it? Yes. Yeah, so when Sears declared bankruptcy, that left fifteen. Well, that was fifteen thousand people out of work. The Sears demise. They lost. Things engraved lost nearly twenty four of its stores. And some of them were the most profitable in its portfolio <laughs> within yeah, a span of three months. Sears, it's tragic because it's a Canadian icon and it was sad to see it go. Uh, but Sears was Canada's blockbuster video. Yeah. They had ample opportunity to change their business model. And they stuck to the paper catalog business model that it was uh, when Sears opened, that was on its way out. Like, yeah, I know. And they just held on for dear life. And it they they got warned. They got 
a bunch of bailouts, sort of speak. We didn't really do bailouts back then, but they got a lot of help. We nursed them along as far as we could. Yeah. And they just weren't but getting Being sad about Sears closing is like being sad about Zeller's closing. I just, I couldn't care in the slightest. And that's what I was, and the way Zeller's went sucked. Like, uh, just all of a sudden they were Target and then they were gone. Um, yeah, but oh, Zeller- it, it was a huge ordeal in Milton. I mean, like, it was like yeah, yeah, number it- one news for months the fact that it was closing down and. I'm sure in towns like Milton it was. Um, it was obsolete here. You know, that there was that one way the fuck in Lynn Valley and nobody went there. Except to steal stuff. That's the only reason you went there was to steal stuff. That's all the only reason I went. And that was the place that you didn't you didn't care. You didn't you just grabbed something off the shelf and said goodbye and walked out. <laughs> when I was a kid we stole from there and uh, my buddy used the greatest line I've ever heard in my life when we got caught red handed. Stuffing our jackets on our way out the door. Security grabbed us. My buddy goes, don't touch me there. And he yelled that in the store. That is brilliant. <laughs> he let go of us and we walked out laughing. <laughs> I I actually did that to my mother in my school once, my high school. Um, she came in to pick me up. And I don't know why she came into the school. I don't know why she was thinking, that's not a good idea. Stay in the car. Um I think I was about grade 11 and she came walking in and I just pointed and started yelling, stranger, stranger. <laughs> I think she cried. It was bad. It wasn't funny, anyway. I'm laughing. Yeah, right. <laughs> so was I. Nobody else was. Not cool, dude. And that's when not, your friends get all shitty on you. Not cool, dude. That's your mom. Fuck you. What do you know? Get out. That shit was funny, and I laughed about it. Yeah, right. That's your mom, dude. Not cool. <laughs> Shut up. You're driving me home now, prick. Um, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> speaking Is of it? loving... Sorry, yeah. just before you go on your next story, I just want to say, speaking of love and all things love-related and how much we care about people, uh, n- uh, not next week, the week after, we've got an award-winning author joining us, Jeffrey Antonucci. He's the author of Deep Within the Blueberry Sky. Guarantee there's a blockbuster movie coming out. Based on that time. Absolutely. Uh, this is a book that Jeffrey has recently written about Sarah, a spunky seven-year-old whose grandfather implements a plan involving a poem her grandmother wrote, and it embarks Sarah on an enchanting journey of adventure and discovery, mostly of inner self. It emotionally immerses the reader into the inner workings of this ambitious plan that if successful... Here's my problem. Confirms that there are no limits or barriers to what a person can accomplish, no matter what their circumstances or condition. Bullshit. This is the number one problem with North American society today. That's right. We are infecting the minds of our youth with this sick notion that they can be or do anything they want. This, in the words of my favorite mother's group, is irresponsible and destructive. We should be repeatedly telling these kids, you cannot do everything you want. You can't do most of what you want. And you're going to fail at most of what you try. That's what we need to be teaching. We have to stop with this. You could do anything bullshit. Because you can't. No. 
No, you and cannot. Opportunities are becoming more and more scarce. The ability to do something innovative and exciting and new and becoming the Jeff Bezos or the Steve Jobs or the the Microsoft fucking Bill Gates. That they have already done that. You can't do that again. There's very little you can do that hasn't been done. And your cell phone's going to do better than you in five years. Uh, socially, economically, cell phones are winning and humans are losing. Uh, we got to quit teaching kids they can do anything and be anything. You can't and you won't. And it's good that you know that as a kid. Sometimes you, some of you are going to be mechanics. Some of you are going to be garbage men. Those are important people. Those are people that make the world function. It's good to be those people. Some of you are going to be mailmen and paramedics and street cleaners and, I don't know, fucking chimney sweeps. You know what I'm getting at. Factory workers. That's okay. Factory workers. You're going to work in a factory. Probably a Chinese one. And that's okay. That's good. Those people make the world turn. Yep. Uh, the guy who puts the gas in the truck is the guy who gets the, makes the truck go. And it brings you your cell phone. Um, that's an important guy. Jeff Bezos is not an important guy. Harvey Weinstein is not an important guy. The guys, we are the blue collar dudes, the factory workers, the construction workers, the plumbers, the tow truck drivers today. Today specifically, because BC's getting fucked. Um, it's good. And that's these people are people that failed. The last 20, 30 years, we've been trying to convince kids that these menial jobs are these are failed people. They're not. These are good people doing good work. The rich motherfuckers who are trying to eliminate the the rest of us are trying to convince you that this is a bad thing and you don't want to be part of this. But you do. This is what built the fucking country. You want to be this. We should be promoting that shit. Why did we take shop class out of high school? Why did we because take the good shop? That, that you knew in the eighth grade, you knew you were going to be a shop worker. It, it, they, you, you went to the shop and it made sense and you got A's on the shop projects and you got fucking D's everywhere else. In the, yeah. it, was, it was D, 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 A. And everyone, what the fuck is this? This kid's going to work in a shop. Good. Oh, look, you're good at auto mechanics. Oh, look, you're good at welding. Oh, look, you're good at this. Perfect. And at some, at some point, I was in about grade 10, that just became bad. It was a drama room. The day I, I went Grade 9, I went home. I came back in grade 10, and our shop was an extra. They'd expanded drama. Yeah, that's what that's we, what we need. Yeah. Bunch of people in high school being more dramatic. Great. <laughs> or we can teach them to be dramatic. Fantastic. Thanks. Me and Jeffrey are going to have an issue when we talk. <laughs> because his book sounds lovely. He's probably a lovely man. It's probably delightful and a happy-go-lucky site. It's wrong. What is instilling that notion that you can do anything is wrong. And you need to know that. I know that. I've, I've always known my limits. As I, I try things, I try within my limits. Um, 
I I'm not good. At, I wouldn't be a good pilot. I never tried that. I I would I would have sucked in the army. Huge. I would be a horrible mother. I know that. There you I go. Know my limitations. I'm not. I I'm a good cook. I I like to cook for me. I'm would suck in a kitchen. I don't like kitchens. I don't like the military uh, aspect of it. Yeah. I, I would be a terrible. Like I know this because I learned. I. I can't do anything. I know these things. I, I couldn't be a fireman. I could not stand there and point a hose at a burning thing. I'm not, I can't do that. Um, I'd be a great cop. Should have been a cop. Would have been a fantastic cop. But, but someone told me I had to do something better. Now, look at me now. Right? <laughs> That's the problem. You shoot for the stars, you land at my mother's house. <laughs> if I had a shop class to rely on all through high school, I'd probably be making 50 bucks an hour right now. <laughs> like Northern Alberta or something. But no, everyone said I had potential. <laughs> the potential to own one pair of pants at 41 years old, apparently. <laughs> That's just it. <laughs> but you have so much potential. No, I don't. Don't 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 patronize me with your bullshit. It's okay. <laughs> potential. Jesus oh. Christ. That's a bad word too. You know words that should be bad aren't bad, but words that shouldn't be bad are bad. They become bad word. Work is a bad word. Labor. Don't do anything too labor intensive. When does labor become bad? In a world full of video gamers that can't do anything past ordering pizza. Why is that a bad, bad potential? Should be a bad word. <laughs> that should be a late bloomer, or just you know that 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 take it, that year to find yourself. That's a bad word. Don't take that year. What do they call that? The fucking gap year? Yeah, don't, don't take a That's gap year. <laughs> the gap year means you're going to end up working at the gap when you come back. Focus on what you can do. Don't focus on what you can't. Don't take a year off to go backpack Europe. I see those guys. A lot of them that went to backpack around Europe when we were 19 and they're still backpacking around downtown Vancouver now. <laughs> I'm just I'm still on my journey, bro. No, you're a bum. Those you're that shirt videos are high school. Those videos you see of those successful people, the people that I had this job and I quit it and now I backpack all around the world all the time. See, they spent many years in school and then building their business. Yeah. Or, or they inherited it from their shitty dad. Or they're just giving a bunch of money and daddy just says, I don't care, just leave me alone. Yeah. I will buy you a company 32 states away from here. Don't ever call me again. <laughs> I'm not your real father. <laughs> um, have you seen uh, Harvey Weinstein's lawyer, by the way? I... No, no, I have I have seen literally nothing of the Weinstein thing. I couldn't give a fuck. You could because she's fucking gorgeous. Oh, of course, that's of, that's what you're gonna do mm -hmm. in front of a jury. You're gonna have a hot woman that you're not molesting, and the jury's gonna go, "Oh, well, he's not molesting that one." 
I'm and, starting to wonder about this guy. Like, it's it's so fucking... Like, why... He's very upfront about this. He made no secret whatsoever to say that he was... Because he had two sets of male lawyers, and he fired both of them so that he could get this one chick. Yeah. Absolutely. And she is now... Um, um, she is basically... Um, I mean, I, I agree with what she has to say about it, the way she words it. Um, but she's basically attacking the Me, the Me Too movement. The Pound Me Too movement. The Pound Me Too movement. Um, if we have 500 positives that come from a movement, and the one negative is that it strips you of your right to due process and a fair trial and the presumption of innocence, then to me, not one of those things can outweigh the one bad. We can't have movements that strip us of our fundamental rights. I agree completely, and fuck you for trying to apply that to Harvey Weinstein. But exactly. that's what that's yeah. what Eric Gord had been saying since yeah. I've been saying this since Who's the Boss was on here. Uh, we were we were Eric and Gord were talking out against the Me Too movement before it happened, uh, mm -hmm. uh, and we've been saying the whole time you can't strip. You know, me and Gord are not Bill Cosby. We are not Harvey Weinstein, but we we all are now. We all are. We we're all this filthy Matthew McConaughey type thing. Yeah. Uh, but no, well, we're not. And nice girls. No. What a wonderful sentiment. I'm glad that I'm hoping that's coming genuinely from her own experience, and that's her belief because we need women to say that. But fuck you. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein doesn't get to be that guy. Sorry. No. Put me and Gord on a bench behind you and talk about that. And you're yeah. great. But Harvey Weinstein doesn't get that. No. That's not that's not fair to me and Gord either. She actually said she goes, um, uh, having voluntary sex with somebody, even if it is a begrudging act, is not a crime after the fact. No, yep. Yeah. Uh, to put it bluntly, she's very right. Yep. We've all had regret regrettable sex. Yeah. We've all had sex with someone and then went, oh, fuck, I wish I didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, guys and girls. Uh, well, only guys that are awesome like us. And some guys are. <laughs> That's all you're getting in your stoke, but <laughs> uh, and that's cool too. I don't, whatever, good, whatever, you win. But uh, she's very right, and it's it it sucks to say it, but it's become so easy for a woman who's had regrettable sex consensually, and then went, oh fuck, and she could just go, daddy. He made me do it. And now, in this world where we can snap a picture of you and it goes around the world in 30 seconds, then you're that then you're that rapist. That's just it because 200,000 people have judged you before you even know what's going on. And it's just it's not just women, but it's mostly fucking women. And come on, if we're going to we got to stop lying, right? Stop lying. It's women who do this. Guys don't do this. Guys have but, shitty sex with ugly women, and then they go, and they're mad at themselves, and they shower, and they call their friends. They go, dude, you got to smell my eyes. You can't believe what I did last night. 
Let me ask you something, Eric. When was the last time you ever heard in any form of the media where when describing um, something about the courtroom setting where they actually described the detail of what a male lawyer was wearing in court that day that when it was basically just a standard suit? You know what? I think I can pull some weird, obscure one out, but I'm not going to bother. I'm not sure if you really could, unless if they're literally just doing it just to excuse somebody. Because here's this high-priced lawyer, female, and they said, you know, you know, or she wore a black geometric pattern Salvatore Fergamoni skirt and blouse with a large leather handbag slumping over her arm. Your Jimmy Choo pumps. Come on, yeah, you're. That's trying to point out how erudite she is. You throw Jimmy Choo in there, and people go, oh, well. Yeah. She's uh, entitled, bitch. Yeah. Um, It's so... uh, See, the problem is... It's the Wizard of Oz. We've all all seen it now. You can't do those tricks anymore. The press can't do that anymore. It doesn't work... Uh, 40 years ago, you know, oh, she's wearing Jimmy Choo's. They did it to the fucking finance minister, Carol yeah. James. Uh, not Carol James, Carol. She was the yeah. BC finance minister, and she was wearing $800 shoes and delivering a really shitty budget, and she got fucking torn to shreds. Yeah. But she didn't write the budget. It was the premier's budget. She's just the finance minister. She's supposed to read it. Yeah. Um, but she was wearing $800 shoes, and the press just fucking went to town on her. Why is the province suffering and you have $800 shoes on? Like it's got the, the two are connected as much as me and fucking things engraved. But <laughs> what uh, I like about this woman, by the way, she says here, she goes, Miss Rotano, who describes herself as a reasonable minded independent, says Ms. she Rotano. R-O-T-U-N-N-O. Miss the tunnel. That's what I heard. Miss the tunnel. And I'm like, her name is the tunnel? Like The tunnel. <laughs> that just screams, what are you doing? I'm pounding the tunnel. Like, <laughs> I'm taking the tunnel home. <laughs> taking the tunnel for a ride. <laughs> um, she said that she finds it disheartening that the Me Too movement has affected routine exchanges between men and women. It's sad, she said, that men have to worry about being complimentary and pleasant to women. Fucking, what is it, Best Buy? Best Buy. Uh, gender separate break rooms. There's a men's break room, there's a women's break room. Segregation. So, so, so that you don't accidentally uh, say something wrong and, and ruin your life. She's right. Everything this woman's saying is right. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks that she's right. Mm-hmm. But she's still a, Harvey Ryan sees a rapey piece of shit. Yeah. These two things don't like. She doesn't. She's not making a point that makes him better. Her point is is moving forward from from after we all rape that rapey piece of shit. Um, Yes, hundred percent. Everything she's saying true. Yeah, but it's up to us to change that. It's up to men. Men have to start being respectful, and that's something I want to talk to Candace about because there are some men who genuinely don't know that that shit's wrong. They're retarded we gotta teach those guys and i don't or Gord could kill them i don't care anymore um <laughs> but we need to open the lines of communication and we need to start we need to move on from here and say look some guys are harvey weinsteins some guys are erickson gords use your head 
you can pr- you know when a, you know a creep is a creep. Yeah. And you know when a you creep know. is not. And you know when a when a brush of the arm is innocent or when it's not. You know you. <laughs> yeah, we need we need to start going in the direction where we open a dialogue and we, you know when a guy didn't mean it and when a guy just oh whatever you know I'm not saying guys are not doing that but you know when they are and when they aren't and you, don't pull something out from 1963 when you were topless and smoking. And he touched your boob by accident because there were 75 people in the elevator at the time. <laughs> and now you got to tear him up. He's 90 years old and you're going to ruin his fucking life. He's, yeah. No. You were, you were topless at the Christmas party with the lampshade on your head, but somehow he did something wrong. <laughs> yeah, he walked by and bumped your boob. And all of a sudden, that's a problem. He walked by and bumped your boob. The lampshade fell off your head and you spilled your drink. So now... 75 years later, you're affected by it. No, you're not. Fuck off. Sorry. I'm sympathetic to victims of genuine and rape. We got to, we got to, this sexual assault, when they say it on the news, oh, he's guilty of sexual assault. What the fuck does that mean? Did he rape her? Did he accidentally touch her boob on the bus? It's all sexual assault now. But we equate it, we just see Bill Cosby, we see Harvey Weinstein when we hear sexual assault. Well, no, there's, we got to get back to the varying degrees, the groping. The we got to put these words in law. Did he grope her? Did he fuck her in an elevator? Very different, drastic difference, and that's the thing. And that's where people don't don't see that line anymore. It's a little fucking frustrating. That line doesn't exist. It's all just sexual assault. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he sniffed your hair on a bus, or he, he raped you in a stairwell. Those are not the same. <laughs> you can't. Oh, but sexual assault is sexual assault. No, it fucking isn't. One of them's rape. One of them's nothing. Me too. Can't. It wasn't meant to just be. Oh, put the camera on me too. I got something to say now. Fuck. Are we sure? Right. <laughs> wasn't supposed to be. Mm. Alyssa Milano made it that. It wasn't her fucking yeah. thing. She just came no. out with a bunch of cameras. And then... she, I'm pretty sure she's trying to claim fame to that one, saying, oh, yeah, she started that. Yeah, she always has. Yeah. She didn't. She didn't start it. Fuck her. Don't fuck her. I'm just, you know. <laughs> it's not a call to action. <laughs> um. In Oslo, Norway, the popular dating sites like uh, dating apps like Tinder and Grinder uh, are sharing their personal data of their users to third parties in breach of the EU regulations. So they're oh, actually going to be right. yes. this is the CCPA yeah. thing that we hear about on Facebook. I don't know if you read a lot about it, but yes, I do. Brand new regulations. Um, again, now. Back when this show was Eric, Brandon, is it just me? I didn't even know Gord yet. Well. Um, I did a whole episode on this subject. That was three, oh, we're going on, it was two, oh, two full years ago now. This is in that March. I, I think it was that March. Yeah, it, it was actually. Um, 
So we're coming up on two full years ago when Facebook got it was eating shit for this. Uh, I this, this should have stopped being breaking news in 1995. Anyone yeah. who's clueless after 95, it's on you. It's all on you. Nothing on the internet is private. Everyone is sharing everything all the time. Yep. Now, this Constant. is bullshit about your IP. You know what you could get from an IP address? That you're somewhere in a house on a computer. Yeah. You, they, they can't figure out a house, but they know that a computer is there. That's what an IP address says. I'm a computer. That's it. It doesn't say who's using the computer. Is that, now, is there web, webcam shit and weird fucking things going on? I don't know, but this CCPA crap, it's about IP. They're sharing your IP address, which is yeah. basically how many computers are looking at a particular thing. I share those numbers every fucking night. Yeah. I, I'm doing that. We're all doing that. <laughs> Everybody's doing that. That's just as soon as you, you're on your computer... That information is being transmitted. That that information is what makes the internet work. The internet yes. doesn't work without IP addresses. That's how the internet knows th that your computer wants to be on it. The IP address tells it, I'm over here. I want to be on the internet. The internet goes, where are you? Oh, I see your IP address. I'm going to come get you. It's, that's how, that's, that's what makes the web. That's why that shopping is so much more effective to you. That's why. That's why your online shopping experience is so much easier to find things that you're looking for because of this very reason. That's what it's designed for. It's designed for you to make money, for you to spend your money. That's it. Uh, the internet is designed for you to spend your money. That, yeah. That there was there was the first the first website that ever went online in 1994 was a single page explaining what the internet was. After that was, was fucking Wayfair. And and then Amazon. It was uh, the whole fucking thing was designed to make you spend money. And then after Amazon, it was just porn and just porn, 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 porn. <laughs> and and we, we spent we spent the money. But come on, come on. This is another, this is the fucking uh, uh, this is the gasoline kids. It's a non story. You know, it's not a story. You're not really bothered by this. No. This doesn't bug you at all. You're stoked when you turn on your computer and Amazon knows what you're going for. You go, oh, fuck, it's right there. Great, click. But then you turn around. And you're, oh, you're stealing my information. Nah. I, I had an incident I, yesterday morning. I was walking to a bus stop in this goddamn fucking Antarctic hole I'm in right now. I, I don't know when a bus is coming. I don't know where I am. I can't see anything because it's blizzard conditions. Pull out my phone. I look at the screen. It's already got Kelowna Transit up, and it's telling me the bus is coming in one minute. And it's got me. I literally, you are here, dot. I was like, "Fuck yeah, Google." That, that a boy. Thank you for making things easier for me. My phone was. I didn't even have to push the button. It was on in my head. It's just, I pulled it out of my pocket. The screen's bright. It's showing me the picture of the bus coming at me. And I was like, "Thank God, the bus is right there." Google Assistant, you go, girl. <laughs> Nobody is really bothered by this. It's not. It it's helps your life. You're not mad about it. No. Stop lying. Stop trying to make news because there isn't any. It doesn't affect your life in any way, shape, or form in any negative way. So just stop it. You don't know that there's a fucking war going on in Iran right now. Stop making up problems. Yeah. Stop lying. Just if, stop.
if you think I'm wrong, I, I wanted to kind of streamline things for us here at the show because that's what I do. I try to make it easier for you guys to communicate with us guys, and you're doing much better. I really, I really, I do appreciate it. So I have one email address that I want all you guys to write in your differences of opinion or if you agree with me and Gord, if you just got something to say to me and Gord, whatever, from now on, I want you just this one email. Who gives a shit, liar, at gmail.com. <laughs> who, who gives a shit, liar? Perfect. So you got... You have a problem with uh, your fucking IP address being shared? Send it to who gives a shit liar at gmail.com. <laughs> we'll make sure it goes to the proper authorities. You think the escort or rapist because we said you're pretty? Who gives a shit liar at gmail.com? <laughs> you know, speaking of making things about a non issue, I've got a fantastic one here. Trump had nothing to do with that plane falling down. Who gives a shit, liar? <laughs> Sorry, Gord, I didn't mean to interrupt you. It's okay. No. Very poignant point. <laughs> um, <laughs> ABC News Chief Political Analyst Matthew Dowd suggested Tuesday that Senator Bernie Sanders <laughs> having a hard time spitting this one out. It's so insane. Is, well, there's two Bernie Sanders going on. So I don't know where you're going with this. It's one or the other. Is sexist because he, quote, keeps trying to defeat women running for president. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> quote, you know one clear way to demonstrate that you believe a woman can and should be president? Don't try to defeat a woman running for president, he said. This is so fucking... I was going to go off about the Academy Awards, and then I thought it wasn't relevant, <laughs> but there's a big fucking stink right now because no woman was was nominated for Best Director. That's because none of the movies were good enough for it. None of the women made good movies. No, one, no woman has made a good movie since Penny Marshall. And hers were on the line. Most of them. That's just... Well, you didn't nominate a woman. Women, women's movies were bad, so they don't get it. Next, make a good movie, we'll nominate you. Same thing with Bernie. What the fuck is he supposed to do? Man yeah. wants to be president. You put a woman up against him. What's he gonna do? Oh, I better step down. In the yeah. why? Doesn't that just minimize what you've been fighting for? Isn't you wanted a level playing field? Now you're on a level playing field, and you keep losing to Bernie Sanders. Oh, he's trying to beat women. What the fuck? This is the this is equal. Now it's equal. That's what you wanted. Now you've got it, and you're mad about it. Yeah. Oh, who gives a shit, liar? At gmail.com. It is. You can't beat Bernie. Bernie's very popular. That's <laughs> the problem. That's what you're mad about. Bernie's more popular than you. Well, he's just trying to beat women. He's a sexist. My God damn! I hate you. Yep. Liars. I hate liars. I had a fucking conversation with that. Oh, I told you about it. Never mind. Did I tell you about the address thing? What about the address thing? Well, I called about my check to make sure it was coming to Kelowna yes. instead of approval. Yeah, uh, yeah, something you want to tell me? Fuck you. <laughs> not confess. Fuck off. I'm not calling up to confess my sins, you fuck. <laughs> You're fucking like, this is just, uh, what are we doing here? 
What? How does Bernie Sanders win in this situation? Explain this. Get Harvey Weinstein's lawyer to fucking explain this to me. Yeah. What is the man supposed to do? He's going to die in 73 minutes. <laughs> Bernie Sanders has been in this country for 213 years trying to become president. And you're putting women up against him all, every year and then saying, oh, he's sexist for running against women. He's I mean, not, like, he's not even running against the Republicans. This is within their own party. This is Democrats. Exactly. That's the best thing. Technically, this all stems from the fact that him and Elizabeth Warren were having a, a conversation, and he actually said, he goes, well, I don't think a woman will be president. I don't think a woman can be president right now, is what he said. That is why. There's, they're looking at from the sexist angle. They're not looking at from the angle of the fact that the voting public just aren't going. It's just not going to happen. Well, let me look at it from a sexist angle. Would we be having a conversation if I put out a cologne that smelled like my dick? No. Oh, it would be the worst thing in human history. But Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina, that's fine. Yeah, there no, is... That's, fine. that's sexist. Until you're all wearing my dick perfume, you're being sexist. This What you're doing to Bernie Sanders right now is fucking sexist. Yep, it's, and it's it's going that it's not even like like white guilt. This is flat out discrimination. That's right. You're tarnishing a man who's not doing what you're saying he's doing. Bernie doesn't even know your women. Bernie hasn't had an erection since Nixon was in office. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah, it's. They will attack any white male they can find. For, for the fourth night in a row, you people are ruining our society. You're destroying the human race. And I'm not even kidding. All this shit where men can't look or talk or fucking be in the same city as a woman. Come on, what are you doing? It's stupid, isn't it? It is. That's like saying if someone asks you for evidence of racism, just tell them that asking for evidence of racism is evidence of racism. Yeah. <laughs> it's racist for you to ask. What about Bernie is being sexist? The fact that you're asking that makes you sexist. <laughs> what the fuck? No, it doesn't. How, how dare you run against a woman, you sexist piece of shit. Right. And if I go, explain to me how him running against a woman is sexist. Wow, that question is sexist. That's right. If you're right wing, you must be racist. Yeah, the fact that you don't understand shows just how sexist you are. Because that's the defense. If you're right wing, you're sexist and racist. But not as sexist and racist as the people who deny that right wing people are sexist and racist. That's right. Fuck you. Uh, now let's move on to a successful well liars successful woman um 21 year old hang on a second here um maria guadalupe lopez esquivel uh better known as la catrina or Not much also, known as, also known as the Dame of Death. 
She is a cartel boss um, that has officially been gunned down and killed. Oh, they got her! They got her. See, she had an amateur tourniquet was draped around her neck. They have a picture of her where she is still alive, sitting slumped against a dust wall, blood dripping from her hand and mouth as she gasps for breath. Um, There's an officer approaching her, and he says, Calm down, kid. The helicopter is coming for you. It's coming now. Easy, easy. You're going to be okay. Try to hang on. And she ended up dying in the hospital a little bit later. 21 years old. That's sexist. Uh, yeah. She had a $10 million bounty. Like, you mean like the, the coconut chocolate bar? That's amazing. <laughs> a $10 million one. A $10 million bounty. That would be awesome. Sorry. Her cartel that she ran was said to operate in 75% of Mexican states. And have operations in Europe, Asia, and Australia, as well as across the Americas. Wow. And she was one of these people that she was actually, she has an, she had an Instagram account where she was boasting about her cartel life. And she has this very famous picture of her with her Gucci glasses, looking all awesome, holding a 24-karat gold um, AK-47. That's, they are... Uh notoriously inaccurate AK-47 they don't shoot well in, like in a straight line no well they're not known for accuracy they're just known yeah. for being very durable or not durable yeah <laughs> but you know you're not fight you're not firing one a gold gun is a bad idea. it's a very soft metal it's not good for a gun by the way it looks no. cool as shit looks but. awesome yeah um, don't get one if you're planning on killing all of us sexists with it because won't, yeah. won't shoot good. Or for the record, please do because I know I've gone through about getting hit. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Uh, she said to be one of the most important regional lieutenants. Uh, documents seized by authorities indicate she was involved in kidnapping, extortion, and other criminal activities and had commanded cartel assassins. It's a pretty hardcore bitch. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, she was. I've I've heard the name a few times over the years. Uh, I didn't realize she was that young. Yeah, I didn't really. Yeah, twenty one, fucking young. That's um, uh, fucking nuts. That's scary because that means well, like I found out about this chick when she was like sixteen. Yeah, and uh, she was notorious then. So, and I don't mean that in a sexist way. I I heard a news story about a scary woman. That's not. I'm not classifying her or whatever there it, it frightened me because I read a story and she seemed scary I didn't know she was 16 yeah See, I, everything I just said could get me thrown in jail right now but <laughs> you can't uh, talk anymore. You, can't, this, you can't talk everything's bad everything I'm, if I'm if you're a white man just shut up now you can't at least oh, I can't even say it <laughs> At least you just shoot black guys, all right? You don't fucking torture them for their whole lives. Yeah. Now, white, I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I can't talk on a fucking talk show. No, I'm not talking about because we're gonna get in trouble. I'm going to offend someone because I said something about a color, and you happen to be fucking colorblind, and you had that's that's a disability <laughs> now. 
you don't like the sound of my voice because you're tone deaf. That, uh, that's a disability. I got. I, I'm tone deaf, and I'm offended by what you say. Fuck you. <laughs> Who gives a shit, liar? At gmail.com. Write me a fucking letter. Liar. <laughs> I, liar. I'm scared. I'm literally, you know, I'm half kidding, and I'm really half not. I don't know what I can say on this show that's acceptable because I can't say anything. That's why we don't care. We say whatever we want. Everything can be taken wrong. That's right. I. It's not fair. It's not fair to me because I've been on your side since kindergarten. I liked girls early. I backed you on everything. Same way I backed the gays. The gays. I don't know. (laughs) The gays. I love Uh, that. But now there's 57 fucking weirdos that I didn't back. I backed the gay ones. And I backed the trans. The 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 fully baked ones. I was good. To everybody. I was super good. I was like a fucking grandmaster of your parades. There 56 groups I kind of left out for a few years. And now I'm the asshole. Yeah. When, when is it? Is it going to be Muppets next? Seriously? We're going to have a bunch of Muppets coming forward with all these allegations about how they were mistreated on fucking Sesame Street. <laughs> we're going to have to fucking start this puppet-loving movement. Well, we don't call them puppets. We call them the fucking hand-invaded... God damn <laughs> you. <laughs> the hand-invaded... Oh, no, it's not, it's not furry. That... They're not Iranians, God. <laughs> oh man. There's a seriously, there's a thing. There's a thing that I think is kind of nice, and I don't know, but it's kind of it goes a little far too. But I know it has a lot to do with Gord, and I was happy about that because I know it was a problem in the world. But Gord being a ginger and being such a martyr for that community. When we started this podcast in California, they passed what they called the Crown Act. And that was a act making it law that you respect people for their natural hair color. And it was literally a law written into California law to protect gingers. Oh. Because um, that was when the whole kick a ginger bullshit fucking crap was going on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this Crown Act came in. And that's since Gord bravely came on this show as a unapologetic self-admitting ginger which it took a lot of balls in those days two years ago to admit that it's true in, in a form where no one will ever ever see you um and that law was passed was it because of gordon prove it wasn't prove it wasn't because i'm pretty sure it was send your proof yes. who gives a shit liar <laughs> at gmail.com uh, last one is a is one that's just for me that's a real uh, email just in case you guys are wondering that's a real email you can email me there <laughs> actually you can um, <laughs> tourist 21 dies while taking selfie atop a cliff in Australia good <laughs> and destroyed <laughs> <laughs> <One> down. <laughs> <laughs> Man, 
Madeline Davis, who is known for her makeup tutorials online, was reportedly found in the waters of Sydney's Diamond Bay Reserve on Sunday, some four hours after she was reported missing. Apparently, a group of friends went to Diamond Bay to watch the sunrise and take pictures after partying the previous night. So around 6.30 in the morning, they lost sight of her as she took pictures atop of a cliff. (laughs) And... uh, and she just disappeared, so they called emergency <laughs> service, whoever the fucking... Yeah, she, she died. She fell! Yeah, she, she, she fell. She didn't disappear. She didn't, <laughs> she didn't, it's not fucking David Copperfield. that They lost sight of her as she approached the top of the cliff. She fell off the cliff, you fucking... She didn't <laughs> melt into the horizon. She fell off the fucking cliff. Say, liar, she fell off the fucking cliff. Now, Good keep luck. in mind, this is a woman who her ba- life was based off of like doing makeup, makeup tutorials on herself, doing makeup and makeup and makeup. Um, she, uh, the family. That's the only reason she's eaten by a crocodile because fucking makeup <laughs> tastes gross. Too, too much makeup. According to her family, Davis's Instagram feed, which has since been made private, was bombarded with distasteful comments from online trolls in the hours after her death. My daughter was not self-obsessed. <laughs> she was a wonderful person that made a mistake. <laughs> Two sharks went by and said, hey, are we going to eat that seal? And said, no, that seal looks like a whore. <laughs> you see the makeup on that? No, let her fall. She'll be fine. <laughs> God damn it. I don't care what she did. She was Number one, if you go to Australia, you're probably going to die or get raped. That's just fact. Um, so whatever. She was in Australia. She died. That's what happens yeah. there. You either die or an animal kills you because it thinks you're a seal, apparently. Fuck. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your tragedy. What are you doing on a cliff in the middle of the night, dumbass? <laughs> Taking a selfie on a cliff and then she just disappeared. <laughs> I bet her friend thought that, too. Oh, where'd she go? I, don't, I think she went into her camera. No, she uh, fell Oh my god damn it, I hate everything you say always this week. Here's one of the things, and this is the thing this kind of ties in with the guy we're gonna have on next week. Why are she you partying be- in Australia? This makes me think the fire's is the country burning down? What are you doing partying on a cliff? Go See, this is the fire. thing. This is why I'm saying I'm pretty sure Australia's not as bad as I'm saying because a lot of these stories are people still touristing over in Australia doing fun, happy, great stuff. It can't be that bad if there's still all this fucking fun shit's happening. It's either not that bad or you're all pieces of shit for yeah. partying while that's going on. One of the two. Um, Who gives a <laughs> shit? Liar at gmail.com. Quote, this is what the family said. Um, she believed in universal oneness, the fundamental belief that she couldn't hurt another human being. So as so to do so, she would hurt herself. This caused a lot of pain in her life. As a lot of people didn't believe in this sentiment, and therefore this left her vulnerable to abuse, resentment, and manipulation. You know what? You're lying right there because yep. she's hurting me right now. She's hurting me immensely. Yeah. She's hurting because- my brain. She's hurting my throat. She's hurting my mom's chances to sleep because I'm yelling four feet from her bedroom. <laughs> and I'm not stopping. <laughs> That's what your daughter did. Your daughter's ruining my mother's life right now. <laughs> Despite this, she's. I don't want to say her name because I don't really want to send her probably saying. No, do so not say her name. That's not fair at all. 
Despite this, she still faced every day with optimism and a smile on her face. She was determined to find a better place that she hoped the world could be. <laughs> well, it's not in the bottom of the ocean. Instead of facing the day with optimism, maybe she should have been facing the edge of the cliff and she would have fallen off. <laughs> Fuck. There you go. There's our news for today. Oh, my good God. This, that's a couple stories out of Australia now that makes me think, hey, wait a minute. I uh, tried telling you. You yelled at me for it when I tried telling you that. You got mad at me for that. Well, uh, there's fires in Australia, and they're bad. I, don't care. There's fires everywhere. You don't yell at me for all those. You yelled at me for that. I, I didn't yell. You were mad at me. This is my happy voice. <laughs> you guys don't want to hear me when I yell. <laughs> this is me happy. Good morning. It's a wonderful day. Very happy right now, man. Please have some cereal. <laughs> a happy, racist, fascist, fucking... <laughs> Queer hating fascist racist <laughs> vagina hater over here. Queer hating the gay hating. <laughs> Just I hate everything except for Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. <laughs> the only the only person I identify with. <laughs> Number one selling fucking perfume on the market is Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. And that's not shocking at all. No. Uh, ben and Jerry's puts that out next year. They're back at number one of the ice cream line. <laughs> Promise. No ice cream ever sells that well again in the history of time. If you have an ice cream called Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina, <laughs> done. What, what do you think they would call it? Because they always have those funny names. What do you think they call it? Um, Gwenny's Vagini. <laughs> something about seven. <laughs> <laughs> seven. Seven smells of fish. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I now I want to work on this. There you go. I'm giving you, I'm giving you homework. Oh, my Jesus fucking Christ. Just, these fucking stories are just... That's, uh, like, I, 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 when was the last time I was speechless? It was the, I think it was this time last year. I believe something like that. Yes. You guys are taking the fun out of my life. All you people who are complaining about the non stories and making us all, we're all monsters now. I we're just all monsters. No matter what I say, I'm wrong. I'm a monster. I'm a fucking Hey, hey, by I'm, the way, I'm straight and white, and that that's just wrong. It's wrong to be me now. And no, fuck you. It's not. I'm okay. I'm a good. I was a good dude until you people started all this proxy fascist adjacent shit. Oh, you shook hands with someone. I I once shook hands with someone that you decided was a rapist. So that makes me a rape rape adjacent. <laughs> There's 58 fucking identities for white assholes now that fit into just whatever you think I've done wrong today. Because I won't, don't want tampon machines in the men's room. <laughs> How dare you? You racist, sexist bastard. I don't. It's ridiculous. <laughs> we should just wipe out all white people so that we learn our lesson. 
and I we don't say anything wrong anymore. But that's not racist somehow. Hating no. Myers isn't racist. I don't get that. No. no, it doesn't make any sense. If you hate my race, that's not racist. If I complain about you hating my race, that's racist. Yes, that's right. <laughs> God damn it. Um, by the way, did you see that thing I sent you on Messenger? I did not. I, I have not. Justin Trudeau's beard is just partial blackface. He's just doing it again. <laughs> that's, that's racist. <laughs> Because there's white in his beard, that makes it racist. Holy, his beard looks like Castro's beard. Is that racist? <laughs> no, that's fact. <laughs> Justin Trudeau's dad was bit off Castro. <laughs> that's not racist. Uh, if no, it was, again, just fact. Again, I cannot stress this enough. Who gives a shit, liar? <laughs> gmail.com I've been having fun with that one for a while I'm sorry <laughs> I have nothing in messenger here I've got nothing in my messenger oh really oh I sent you a picture of a of a uh, a chair I thought, ooh Eric a new podcasting chair <laughs> oh like that one that was a little while ago yeah that's a nice like, I don't know yeah, if that'll it, fit in your car but it's on <laughs> it's on it's on sale for like four grand <laughs> You often podcast from your car. I don't know if ICBC or, or your Ontario Insurance Corporation is going to appreciate that as your driver's seat. But. It's going to take a lot of customization. It's worth a try. <laughs> yeah, I, I did see that one. That was a that was a couple days ago. Yeah, some, yeah I sent that on Monday. I have, I have no idea what day it is. I really don't. It could it could be Monday right now for all I know. So don't. But I say, oh, that was a couple days ago. It could have been noon. I don't have a clue. It was so, yesterday. It's just all one big fucking day to me. <laughs> one big day where I'm just uh, walking around in my KKK hood, fucking kicking kittens. <laughs> that's what that's what you do when you're racist. I put on my white hood with the pointy hat, and I just carry on my pitchfork and stab kittens in the face. <laughs> Cute ones. Uh, that's what I'm doing right now. No, might as well. <laughs> exactly. And don't I'm not, it's not the point's not lost on me that this is Weinstein's fault. This this that's why I say your lawyer, hot lawyer, I'm I'm on board with you, hot lawyer, and I'm gonna I wanna pay attention to what you say because you seem like a very smart hot lawyer. But your client is a rapey piece of shit and my life is like this because of him. Yeah. Fuck you, Harvey Weinstein. I don't even think I can't name a movie you're involved in. I don't know. I don't even know what you do. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> Every movie you've seen was because of him. Yeah, but apparently only because he was fucking while it was filming. Yeah. Or that at least was before. his job. He was a professional yeah. rapist. Yeah. He he was the, the professional movie rapist for everyone. Uh, you okay, well, you gotta come on and you sign this piece of paper and you join the actors guild and then Harvey rapes you and then you get in this movie. Wait, what? what was that? Little what? We gotta go. That's it. I hate you. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Where's in? Where does the it doesn't in our lifetime now. This is our lifetime. This is the rest of our lifetime. It has to be spent like this. Well, you're accusing Bernie Sanders of being sexist. 
Bernie Sanders doesn't know there was only one sex when Bernie Sanders was born. We were all still fucking reptiles. Yep. Bernie was the one who first saw feathers on the dinosaur and said, hey, I saw it. He just ran by me. He had feathers. No, they're lizards. No, I think it's a bird. Bernie, you're sexist. <laughs> Bernie, you're sexist. <laughs> that was me acting out Bernie when he discovered the dinosaurs. Because he's old. <laughs> but the one he looked at happened to be female, so he's sexist. Fuck off. Huh. I'm sick of it. I'm not cutting off my dick for you people. That's what I mean. They want us all to be just Ken dolls with no mouths. Just ears to listen to them, bitch, and not have fucking junk. Uh, and that's not women. That's just them. I mean, them, that's not a specific group. And them is just everyone but me right now. Well, and I hate them. <laughs> You sound tired. I am exhausted. Yeah, I'm fucking. Uh, I'm ready to fall asleep. Uh, we had a good show. That was fun. I don't know. I'm depressed. You've depressed me. Not you, Gord. I'm not speaking to you. The 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 greater you uh, out there. You guys have. You're making it very difficult for me to enjoy this show. Because I am scared. We got, we're getting listeners. We're 8,000 people are listening to me say this shit. No one's engaging with me, so I'm assuming it's okay. I, I'm hoping I'm making a point. You guys are agreeing with me, and you're all, all just not emailing because there's a lawsuit a brewing. Uh, please email me and let me know what's going on. Email me and tell me Gord's other show is way better. You just want to hear more of Gord. <laughs> uh, e- email it because we're going to give you money if you do that's all you have to do is send an email and you get, get cash from us there's going to be a, some more opportunities coming out in the next couple of days where you just click a thing and I'll send you a thing and it won't be sexist or racist or anything it's just a good deal you click on something and you get a thing for it and with no weird freaky intention such a strange concept uh, so pay attention to Facebook. Go to the Eric and Gord, at Eric and Gord Show Facebook page and like it, and you'll get shit. Shit will happen. Go to the group for people who like groups and group some shit in there. Uh, group it up. <laughs> group it up. <laughs> if, if that became a big Eric Hayton group, I would fucking love it. <laughs> that would be amazing. If you guys just started, Eric's a fucking asshole group. Oh. That would be the best. <laughs> we both know eventually it's going to happen. So You don't even have to be a mod to change shit. So if I just wake up tomorrow and that's the group for people who like groups but not Eric, that would be fucking hilarious. So just... This is the group for everybody but Eric. And then the question to join the group is, are you Eric? <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. Yes. I'm gonna let Gord go yes, to sleep. Uh, I'm gonna let you guys take a rest tomorrow. I'm gonna let my mom and her husband have a break from listening to me shout for three hours a night. 
And we're going to be back on Thursday with a woman whose opinion on this subject I would really like. And I will be slightly more respectful when I ask her what she thinks of me being a fucking dirty rapist. (laughs) Because I like Bernie Sanders. (laughs) Maybe she'll have a video for that. And I want to taste Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. The ice cream, not the real thing. Uh, God, I love this podcast so much. If I have another child, I'm naming it Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. Boy or girl, doesn't matter. That's a unisex name. Ladies and gentlemen, I do enjoy you. I love this podcast. I wish you could like it and help you make sense of it. Uh, but I adore each and every one of you. The more I hate you, the more I love you. You know that. Right? Uh, say goodnight. Say goodnight to Gord. He's had a busy week. This is not the only podcast this man does. So, everybody, <laughs> have a great night. And for the love of God, in the most platonic, non rapey way, please take care of each other. Yeah, just two thirds of everybody just die already. Let me be a happy man. That's all I asked. He told me to eat, but that's not on the Canada Food Guide. It's not in my best interest. <laughs> I'll put it on the Canada Food Guide. He's trying to make me fat so he can shame me on the internet when I'm fat. Mm-hmm. His bullets aren't healthy. They're way higher than iron. You need iron. I hate you. All of you. <laughs> I better stop recording before I get arrested. Yeah. I gotta go. I'm exhausted. Good night, boy. story starts the same way I'll just do a little bit till Sunday And now I don't even know who I am Not that I ever really did story starts the same way I'll just do a little bit till Sunday And now I don't